Hi, and welcome to Curls, Coils, and Crowns podcast, the podcast created to guide and help women and men on their curly and self-care journey. Because to me, taking care of your hair is self-care. We will learn the intimate history of black and brown hair, learn all the tips and tricks for new and different hairstyles, learn about new products, and of course, how to love yourself more and your crown. So stay tuned to keep up to date on all things curly hair. My name is Bailey Sims, owner of Bailey Brown Beauty, and I hope you enjoy this podcast and learn something new. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Curls, Coils, and Crowns podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for coming back. Um, We're going to get into today's episode pretty quickly because I have somewhere to be. And low-key, I was like, oh, I got to do the podcast because I said I was going to do it every day. So I'm trying to uphold on my word and follow through. Um, But before we get into it, I, of course, want to put out a disclaimer. I am not a licensed hair specialist. Um, All of the things that I've learned is from experience and through trial and error. So I hope that you can learn just as much as I have learned on this journey. And I hope you gain more from these podcasts um, and better prepares you for your journey. And um, today's fun fact um, the conch, that's what men used to call when they would like straighten their hair when back in the day when they would straighten their hair. I can't remember the year that it was. I got to look it up. My bad, y'all. <laughs> um, but the conch is what they used to call men who would straighten their curly hair with flat iron or even with um, a relaxer. But it would be called the conch when, you know, black men or black and brown men would straighten their curly hair and you would get like that straight layover look like they was trying to do it like the white boys, but they can't really do it like the white boys, you know. So anyway, if you wanted to know that, now you know. But that kind of rolls in today's topic more so for women who are preparing their hair for a silk press. There are a couple things that I think you should be prepared for and that you should know when going into a silk press. First of all, mentally, you should be getting your mind ready that like your hair may not turn out the way that you think it will. Like that's there. That's always a possibility, right? With any hairstyle, with any, you know, anytime you're going to go get your hair done, right? Of course, we can always hope for the best, but what you might see someone else's hair do, your hair may not mimic that completely. So like know that your hair is going to do what it does in its parameters. Um, but ways that you can prepare your hair so that it doesn't get heat damage One is, of course, making sure that the stylist that you go to uses heat protectant products like that's very important. And you need to ask and you need to also speak up and be like, hey, can you add more heat protectant? Can you be a little bit more thorough? Can you make sure you get all the sections like they need to be heat protecting your hair from the wash to the condition down to the prep for the blow dry after the blow dry, all of it like that's how much heat protectant you need on your hair to prepare your hair for the silk press. And then also there's things that you can do at home. So things that you can do at home is what I will do is I won't wash my hair with a heavy moisturizing curly hair product because I just learned this actually last year, the end of last year, that when you 
wash your hair with like your go-to curly hair shampoo, what those shampoos are meant to do is to bring moisture into your hair, right? Basically draw the water from the air, draw like, of course, when if you're in a very humid place, it's going to draw a lot of the moisture from the air. So it's important to prep your hair when you go to the appointments. It's kind of like do a style or wash your hair with more of a cleansing shampoo and then do like a light leave-in that's even like a leave-in slash heat protectant before going into your silk press appointment um and so that'll better prepare your hair so that like when you step outside it doesn't instantly like poof puff up because of the humidity so preparing your hair one through that but also the prep that you should be doing for a silk press before you have a silk press should honestly be happening way before the week before your appointment you also need to be like taking breaks from heat um i've talked about this in my first episode that if you're just starting your journey you might as well just throw away those flat irons like the only time you need to build need to be straightening your hair is when you want that silk press once a year like i know like a lot of you know and everyone's hair is different but i think for people who have kind of kinkier curls tighter curls you need to be aware that like straightening your hair often is going to cause heat damage to your hair you have to be precautious about it like really seriously like plan out the times you go on silk press like we silk press in during silk press season okay we can't really go outside those parameters of when we go silk press because that's just you, that's when you need to do it. OK, it falls in those lines. Don't be trying to go on the curly journey and then straightening your hair all the time. That defeats the purpose of its purpose of the curly journey. You know, you're going, you know, taking some steps backwards. We're trying to go forward. So just be aware that like the preparation starts from like how you're taking your to how you are taking care of your hair all the way up until the silk press. So things that I that I do, of course, is maintaining my trims, being consistent with that. And of course, like when I'm also at my appointment too, most of the time I'm getting a trim because by the time I get a silk press, it's also a good time to really see how uneven your hair is or really see those damaged ends because you can't always see it when your hair is curly. So when your hair is straightened, that's also a really really good time to get a trim. So I would suggest that every time you get a silk press or every time you get your hair straightened, get a trim. Um, Don't be afraid to cut those ends off because also like your hair will lay down better or you'll have a better um, silk press if your ends are cut. So uh, most of the time, like they should be uh, trimming your hair one when it's blow dried. And then if they need to get any excess, they'll do it when it's straightened. Most most stylists. What else? I think also you should be making sure that you're staying away from heat as much as possible up until that moment. That'll also protect your hair from heat. And then let's talk about what you do after a silk press. Um, The things that you should be doing to kind of rejuvenate your hair and bring back in that moisture and bring back in all the things that it's kind of been neglected of. Because basically when you're straightening your hair, you're stripping your hair of moisture, you're taking that away. So things that I like to do is I'll do an at-home protein treatment. Sometimes I'll do like an aloe vera yogurt sort of at home protein treatment that I make myself with like yolk and stuff and I can put the recipe up um I just gotta look up how I did it because that actually did really really well on my hair and I haven't done that in a long time I probably should do it but I remember doing that and it was just really good like I would use aloe in my hair and 
after my silk press or kind of like as a like a leave-in and that was doing wonders on my hair so I should probably actually just go back to doing that but doing something that's kind of going to bring the protein back and going to bring moisture aloe is definitely one of those um I guess hair supplements or plants that can bring a lot of moisture into your hair uh so if you do aloe and then also Olaplex, of course, as I've talked about it before, which is like a, a light protein treatment. There's also Curlsmith has a protein treatment that I've used that's uh, not as intense as the Afoji two-step protein treatment. But uh, also using that, making sure you're deep conditioning your hair right away, making sure that you're, of course... Not of course, but making sure that before you get in the shower and you just wet your hair that you're kind of like you use a spray bottle, you use aloe, you use some leave-in just to like bring again that moisture back in, bring back the the all the oils and nutrients that it's kind of been deprived of and then go and wash your hair. Um, what else? And then I would say definitely like give your hair a break for a while before you go in and blow dry it again. Also... Do not, when you have a silk press, like refrain as much as possible from re-straightening your hair after you just got it done the day before. Like, that's why I say it's important to like almost throw away those flat irons. Like you should be going to someone who really knows how to silk press and to the point where like you won't have to touch the flat iron. Like you don't have to go back and re-straighten your, re-straighten your hair and re-straighten those ends. If you're wrapping your hair well, if you're doing all the things that you need to, you shouldn't really have to. I know definitely for me when I was, of course, like more active and when I was an athlete, it would be kind of hard to maintain straight hair because you're sweating a lot. So I just like put my hair in a loose ponytail. Um, I would... Also, too, like sometimes even putting it in a loose ponytail, but just wearing it out so that air is getting through your hair and not necessarily putting it up in a tight bun or something because that's just going to hold in all the sweat on your head. So kind of letting your hair just like be is also really good. So I would also do that. But of course, you know, you can only avoid it so much like our hair is not meant to be straight. So some sweat might get into it. But if you're able to pick a good time when you can do the silk press where you're not going to be as active is also good. But you basically do not want to keep adding heat to it. Um, Some things that I do is like I'll do after a while, if it gets old, I'll do like um, headband curls so that my hair kind of looks curly and it hides like the the sweat, you know, the little poofiness under the, you know, by the roots. It hides that part. Um, I'll do different styles. Like I'll braid it and then I'll have like a wavy look. So like kind of play around with it. Try to avoid adding more heat. If you Get a silk press and then you continue to straighten it for the next week every other day. You are just going to damage your hair more. Okay? Like, if you want to, go ahead and get it straightened. And then if it doesn't work out and only lasts for three days, it only lasts for three days. Come back in two months and re-straighten it again. Like, enjoy it while it lasts. Because it's really health over heat damage, health over breakage, health over all the above, health over length. So just, like, be weary. But, um... I think that's everything that I feel like people should be aware of when they do a silk press, when they're on their journey, aftercare, during, what you should be making sure that the salon person is doing. Um, Oh, also, when the salon person is straightening your hair, they should not do more than two passes, maybe three at most on that look on every stroke of hair. 
also the passes is very important the passes with the flat iron like be aware of that you know be conscious so um i think that's it and uh i hope you learned something new